Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Well, here we are. It's podcast number 80. On the Simon Says Podcast, we're part of the Get Up Show. It's Sean and Maddie here. Be sure you like and subscribe, and you can check us out on the radio station anytime you want. Go to 987simon.com, and you can listen live wherever you are. Call us, too, if you want to. 336-373-0987 is the number. Got a serious question for you. Yep. Do you have worms? I thought I know of. This is the craziest trend there's now a TikTok trend where people are deworming themselves. Oh, no. I heard about this. It's like, what do you eat? It's Papaya like, seeds. What? Really? You eat papaya seeds. Yeah. And they say they taste like a dry erase marker. And then... How do you know what that is? <laughs> like it smells or yeah. like it tastes? Yeah, it smell. It tastes the way that smells. Okay, that makes more sense. So you eat the papaya seeds and it's like a deworming cleanse. And so... Doctors are saying, uh, you're crazy. You don't need that unless you've been to like a third world country because you probably don't have parasites. You probably don't have worms at all. And nobody wants to see the after picture. Oh, God. And that's what they're doing. Are they showing the after picture? Yeah. Because uh, what- I have not seen that on, like, you know that I am obsessed with TikTok now and yeah. I have not seen. I have seen. Do you know what a bot fly is? Oh, God, don't. No, I can't talk about that. Okay. That's one of those things, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're doing it. Oh, God. Oh, it's oh, my I favorite. feel it all over. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Don't do that For to everyone me. Everyone listening at home, he starts twitching and clutching. It's the best. Oh, it's, oh, God. Oh, it's like, oh. it's like that kale story. <laughs> uh, do you but want, any, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you want me to tell a kale story? Or do you want to? Because you can't talk about those things. I can't even say the words. No, it, let's just to say that needless is someone no. someone ate a salad or ate ate some some greenery and realized that some of that greenery wasn't. Oh, oh, you talking about my kale story? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'll tell you. I'll go ahead and tell you. To act like you hadn't heard it before. Okay. I think, oh yeah, tell me about your kale story. I think it was at Quincy's, the, the big the big East Roll place, the home of the big fat yeast roll and he'd come dancing in you know and he would beg you to put butter on him and he'd say don't bite there just kidding go ahead no i'm making this all the, that up this is the yeast roll guy right? yeah the yeast oh, roll yeah. so I'm, I'm at quincy's enjoying a big fat yeast roll and i get my food and this was you know i was poor man so quincy's was a big deal and i was spending big money on this so i ate everything on the plate oh that's what it was except yeah. for the kale there was a, a hunk of kale on the, pl- uh, ah, on the plate. Ah, this is good. 
and it's uh, it's uh-huh. like a garnish. This yeah. is before kale became a superfood. That's what it was. It was, it was the garnish. It was, okay. you know, kale was basically garbage until we decided it was a superfood. Now, I love kale. Yeah. No, I, I do too. I do kale like greens. Yeah, I, I I do as well. With some poke, do some poke rendering down in there and then put your kale in there. And then I got my it, Benton's bacon that I use. Hit it with some broth. All right. So this was before <laughs> kale was cool to eat. I finished everything else on the plate. Ugh, there's a uh-huh. hunk of kale. Yeah. There on the on the side. And I pop it in my my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is awful. This is like rotten, weird, dirt, filth, <sighs> poop. What is this? So what's left of the kale, I look, and it's got that weird, like generations of kale have died inside this kale and it's like a get, black mud in there yeah where you get that with like sometimes oh. you get that with spinach like you'll be like oh i'm just gonna throw some of this bag spinach and then you realize like yeah. a couple layers had just, something's happened had just died on itself and- so i popped that in my mouth and immediately oh popped it back out but man that that is the grossest thing i've so ever done okay so that's an instant trigger for you this the, obviously the bot fly was oh. a trigger for you you're welcome yeah, and and kale, you know, in certain settings is still a trigger, and and that story, like I I maintained pretty. You've seen me tell that story before, where I couldn't keep it together. No, I and I really do enjoy. It's it's funny because every once in a while you'll be on onto something or something will come up, and I it, yeah, you can tell instantly. It's the, the cute little dry heaves and clutches that make, <laughs> let me know that it's a good one. Like, oh, this is gonna be a good one. Oh God, um, there's some but, things. Yeah, some things set me off, man. Like even like. When you look at uh, the inside, what's those rocks called? Geodes? Yeah. Where you crack it open and it's got the pretty stuff in there? Yeah. Sometimes those freak me out like that, too. Now, is that, do you have that thing with the holes? No, that doesn't bother me, but I don't want to talk about it because I I understand. <laughs> it does, uh, you know, yeah, kind of. I kind of do. Yeah, see that, I bet, okay, So, but I bet you can't stand Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, I can't stand it. I can't even think about it. Because I've seen a couple of those come across the talk. And it's like, oh dear God! Yeah, nah. I don't. Even, I don't even want to think about it. Don't want to talk about it. See, I don't, I don't know. mind it. I kind of find it satisfying, dude. I know that's what people say, but you are oh, obviously like a, giant a black sociopath or, something? or a psychopath or something. Oh. it's just awful. Why would anybody? And, and that's the thing. People say it's satisfying, and they watch it and they giggle at it. I oh god, I would set the TV on fire. I could not do it. Yeah, I don't know. That one doesn't seem to buy. Like, I don't mind watching it. I don't think I would want to do it. I've seen some that I think are horrifying. Well, the whole thing is, isn't it? I mean, well, to, to me, it is. So wait, to go back real quick on the uh, worms thing. Yeah. So has anyone actually found any actual worms out of this? Or yeah. Is it- yeah, a couple. Uh, like there's, well, they claim to have. But I didn't look at their after pictures to to oh, you know, so zoom you don't know. in and, and look It might have just been a handful of earthworms and like, look what came out of me. Oh God, dude! I I remember there was a story on the Eastern Shore about a a lady who got on the boat with some folks and she said, "I'm going to warn y'all, I have worms." When she got on the boat, and uh, it ended up she really did. How, is that contagious? No, uh, she just but, you know just in case in case something popped out. I guess I don't know. Is it like a dog? Uh, no. No, I'm. I don't want to talk about yeah. it anymore. <laughs> okay. What emotional style are you in a relationship? Are you a rock or a rolling stone? There's two different relationship styles. If you're a rock, you're generally calm, not easily riled or provoked. You have a small emotional range. You tend to do the same thing when you're upset. 
which is usually go to a quiet place or remove yourself from the situation. <laughs> if you're a rock, you tend to think before reacting emotionally. You enjoy being with others who are more emotionally out there. You provide the chill factor in a relationship. You come up with rational solutions to counter your partner's heated reactions. You mainly express anxiety by going quiet. You have trouble expressing emotions or saying how you feel. You don't like being asked to talk about your feelings. That's a rock. Are you a rock? Let me see. Or are you a rolling stone? Here's yeah. what the rolling stone does. You have a wide emotional range. You get easily and frequently upset by little things. You enjoy a bit of drama because it brings excitement. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You take things a little too personally. You sometimes react more strongly than the situation requires. You need or want a chilled out, steady partner. You're emotionally unpredictable. You find it easy to express emotion and you can be great fun. You express anxiety in a range of external ways. That's a Rolling Stone. Which are you? I would say out of the two, I am probably more Rolling Stone. Yeah. But I also have a lot of that chill factor. You but think? Yeah. Like, I, I'm pretty much like if someone's flying, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and they're really all fired up, I don't, I try not to fire up too. At the same time. You mean like in an angry situation? I guess. Like, I feel like I'm always like trying to like, hey, hey, it's cool. It's uh Yeah. But at the same time. I do fly off the handle sometimes for no reason. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Like I just, I have found that I, that's one of my biggest problems is trying not to overreact. Yeah. You sometimes do that. Like if we have a rare disagreement around here, I've often said to you, you're being more defensive about this than I'm uh, coming at you with. You remember me saying that? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're, you're, but, you're but defending. Also, yeah. You're defending more than I care. <laughs> I get fired up. And I, you know what? And that's something, it's funny because that's something that I've always worked at and, and tried to be better at. And it's I, just because, and especially here at work, that there's been times when you're like, I, like you'll hear me on the phone or somebody and I'll hang up and you're like, hey man, you think you might've taken that a little too far? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. I don't remember those. There's, there's been a couple. Oh, you mean like back in the day when we used to have to talk to you about your anger with the other people in the office? Yeah, kind of. stuff. Yeah, I've been getting better. I'm You're trying to get- so better. Yeah, but I did one the other day where I was like, oh, now I feel bad. Like, I feel like I what didn't happened? handle that right. Someone asked me to do something at the end of the day. I was literally walking out and I was like, yeah, I'm walking out. And they're like- Well- like, can you do it? Yeah, I was like, I don't know, man. What you know? Is this anyway? I was. Did like, you do it? No, you didn't. Well, that's they, not like you. They got back to me and said, uh, "We don't need you to do it." And I was like, "Great." I was already in the car. <laughs> but then I feel bad because I was like, I should have been like, "Sure, go for it. Let's find this." This, this you know, yeah. I thought because then I thought, what would Sean do? And you would have done it no matter what because that's that's the right thing to do. But I was like, literally, I don't want to do this mm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I you know what? I tend to not say no and it's it's for me. It's not for anybody else. I don't say no because I never expect to hear it. You I, know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I tend to say no and then that's where I find that I'm defending too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't say no, but when I hear it, it's like, "What do you mean?" I've always done anything that's asked of me, and you're saying no, I don't understand. So maybe I'm really setting myself up for disappointment by doing that. I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I, I would say out of both those examples, though, I, I like to think of myself as a, a Rolling Stone who is working on some of his rolling issues. So you're, you're a Rolling Stone that sometimes rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the anger thing, you've really come along over the last decade and a half. It's really starting. You're really starting to come. Oh, man. Oh, I'm finally getting the hang of this yeah, thing. 15 years later. You know, he seems to be getting this. Yeah. No, well, he- I think it was after I one of the times where you told me that the big boss said, hey, what's his problem? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably watch this. Oh, my God. And then we had one. Uh, you don't even know about this one. We had a meeting. Oh, neat. And uh, you didn't want to be there at all. You made that clear before the meeting. And then during the meeting, you made it clear that you didn't want to be there. Oh. By crossing your arms and frowning and staring at the wall. I know the exactly entire what you're meeting. talking about. And the people who were in the meeting with us came to me later and said, what the hell was wrong with him? Did I do something? Did I smell bad? Did I say something out of line? I just wish I knew what I did. I was like, nah, man, he's a Yankee. Yeah, which is a nice answer when it really was that was the dumbest meeting of all time and uh, that I had no idea why I was there because well, I brought nothing to the meeting. You, well, yeah, you brought a weird vibe. Yeah, you're you, welcome. You made there. people uncomfortable at the meeting. It, done and you, done. You might as well not have pants on. Hey, I didn't get Next invited time. back. Next time. <laughs> Do you know, have, when's the last time you hit a buffet? Oh, it's been, I don't see it happening again for a while either, but it's been a long time. You know, the, the buffets are open. Like, that doesn't matter. A buddy of mine works down at the coast, and I don't think they ever really stopped. He, the way he was talking, he was like piling on the, the popcorn scrimps like for most of the, the lockdown time, I think. So I don't know how to get around it, but they say... If you want to eat a buffet, if you want to eat from a buffet, there's a way to do it and not gain a ton of weight. Okay. The number one thing, what they did is they got a bunch of people who were a healthy weight and they watched them for a whole year. They ate at buffets and they weighed them at, you know, at the beginning of this. All right, now go eat at a buffet. Here's some coupons. Go eat at a buffet all you want for for, for an a, entire year for a year all you want. And when they came back the year later and they they did the measurements and the weights and stuff, the people um, who ate a lot of fatty foods, like, you know, fried chicken and pork chops, whatever, like uh, dense processed foods, fatty foods, they didn't gain a whole lot of weight. They were, they were fine. They said that the number one thing that makes people get fat off of a, a buffet is when you eat too many sweets. If you hit that dessert buffet too much, so I, that's I would never have guessed that. See, my thing is, is that if I have this many options, like especially if you go somewhere that's got like four different kinds of proteins, or like you know five, six different sides to choose from, yeah, and and no one's saying you can only pick one, yeah, I'm like, well, I'll have a little of that, just a, and little. a little of that, and yeah. a little, but but a lot of times it ends up with my little bit being way more than it needs to be. So, I mean, I will definitely say that I have a problem. And then, you know, the one I think of is uh, the O'Henry in Greensboro does like a breakfast thing for guests. And like my parents will stay there sometimes when they were in town. And it's great. What, they do a buffet? Yeah, it's like a little mini buffet. You don't you don't do the room service when you stay there. You don't. No, do the- no, no. This is that. This was our thing because we would come and and see them, and then we would all get breakfast together. Huh. But I'll be like, I'll have the eggs, and I'll have some pancakes, and I'll have some sausage and some bacon. Well, why and- wouldn't you? But that's the thing. But but don't do 
the pastries and the sweets and stuff, Too and you're fine. Late. You know, you just reminded me. There's a place in Richmond called the Jefferson. You ever been to the Jefferson? Sounds familiar. OMG. They have a breakfast slash brunch buffet that has everything on it. I mean, if you're thinking breakfast uh, that includes rare prime rib and raw oysters on the half shell, that's what they have. Obviously. Oh, it's nuts. Yeah, but see, that would be the thing. I would have to get both. Like, do it. That's what it's there for, man. Yeah, but that's the problem. That's and- why God gave you a buffet. God. You know? Then next thing you know, you're just drinking out of that chocolate fountain. Uh, you're being asked to leave. No, sir, you take the chocolate fountain with you. We don't want that <laughs> it anymore. It's forever unclean. Got, got your mouth on it. The The last buffet I went to was Pizza Inn in Henderson, which is, they look at you crazy if you don't get the buffet. Yeah. Like if you order a pizza, they're like, huh? What? What do we do? I, I did that. I ordered some, some to-go pizzas, and it was like, they didn't know what in the world to do about that because they're used to just cutting them into little bitty pieces and putting them on the buffet. So you notice when you go in there, there's people that camp out like the family. I've seen them in there twice. Like I go every few years and I've seen the same family two times in, in like infrequently as I go, they were there both times and they're a little bit big, you know, they're a little bit large, so they sit cl- very close. They're they're a thicker milkshake. Yes, and they're a oh, hearty stock. Look, here's how here's how the time passed, and they've got the stack of dirty plates on their table where they've just been going back and forth, back and forth. Every time they put pizza out, they're up there getting slices and eating, putting on dirty plates in the stack. It's like, oh my god! The, the time before last, when I saw them, they had a baby on the table in a car seat. <laughs> The most recent time I they saw ate him, the baby, oh, <laughs> they got carried away. The most recent time I saw him, that baby was now walking. Oh, neat! Oh, yeah. this is really nice that you can share with the life moments that yeah. they're having yeah. at, at the Pizza Inn buffet. <laughs> now she can go get me my dessert pizza. Well, that's funny that you say that because the last—I mean, one of the last actual buffets that I remember, other than like uh, Golden Corral, oh, um, yeah. but was I used to love when we were talking about the Pizza Hut cups that were for sale yeah the red cups that was one of the things we would go for the pizza buffet and just kill that thing mm-hmm. and i loved i mean i used to love pizza hut pizza do you remember how many pieces you used to get because i thought about this you know they used to both have a buffet and they're generally smaller pieces but i would get like six or seven per trip you know no problem and eat all of that oh yeah god i can't do that now i just could not oh, do I it can't. i had I just, to i hate myself for it there's a thing out now about people who take pictures of food and never eat it. Like 40% of food pictures that you see online, nobody ate that. You know, it's so rare that I'll take a picture. It's funny because I did it the other night at dinner and and my wife was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm sending this to Sean. And so the only time I'll do it is if maybe if it's something that I made, because you do it to me. Yeah. Like you'll take a picture of something that you made and send it to me. If it's impressive or Yeah, something. for the most part. I mean, I'm not sending you every meal, yeah. um, but it's like, at oh, restaurants. You sent me that pork chop in your cereal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. sent me a, a luxurious pork chop not, atop was, some uh grape nuts. It's not at all. Mm. But um yeah, I think that's weird because that's that all goes back to that social media like Instagram famous, like the the whole thing, like you know, like you'll say, Oh, when she, when Charlie says, you know, we're foodies. I don't like that term because that makes Why? me think of the people 
or out at restaurants and always take like their entire feed is nothing but pictures of food. But you're not a foodie if you're taking the picture and then not eating it. That makes me wonder what well, happened. That's even weirder. What happened to that? And clearly they're not the people who take the picture of the food and then take a picture of the smeared up plate at the end. Unless it's like, okay, there's a picture of the food. Now throw that in the trash and give me the dirty plate so I can take my follow-up picture. Well, what I think it is, is that they're trying to seem cooler by and more adventurous by taking pictures of crazier, more out there food. And they like, like say, you know, (laughs) well, I'd be like, say you got a giant plate of calamari or something and I'm like, oh, and there's no way, but I know I'd be a lot cooler taking a picture of that than my chicken fingers. So in your theory, people are walking through the place, taking pictures of other people's food to post, or maybe it's just whoever they're with had the more adventurous meal and they're trying to make themselves look cooler. I don't know. Like Hey, I'm ordering a Happy Meal, but you got, you know, some sort of fancy fish dish. It's like. Here's another one. There's a lady who can't get in her own house because influence are taking, influences are taking selfies of her house. They stand in front of her house and take pictures because it's pink. She painted her house pink during the lockdown. Oh, no. To, everyone wants a picture with her pink house? Yeah. Yeah. And it's been so bad that. She can't get into her house. Like, she can't get in her driveway because there's influencers there lined up to take pictures of themselves with her pink house. She's having to wait for them to get out of the way to go home. Uh, okay, that she that's cute. I would not be waiting. Every You know, so many, you know have you ever heard when someone puts a train horn on their car? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I would be doing that in a heartbeat. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, it is amazing. She says, I try not to walk towards my house until I know they haven't noticed me. Because if it was the other way around, I think I'd die of embarrassment. Okay. Now, stop right there. You painted your house pink. Yeah. Like, there's a certain thing. It's like it's like if I was to wear a shirt with a really crazy saying on it and then be upset that everyone's stopping me and saying about my shirt. <laughs> True. You or, know, you know, when you do something like it's like when somebody like, oh, you do it for the attention. It's like there is part of you like, you know, I shaved half my head and the other half is green and everyone wants to look at you. And then you're like, I don't like that people are looking at me. It's like, well, look what you did. Yeah, she could fix that real easy. Just paint that house. Yeah, I, it, she did it. And it's like the fact that Ooh. like I'm so embarrassed by it. It's like, well, why did you do it? What did you think was going to happen? Paint it silver. Paint it invisible. Ooh. Now that would painted be cool. It look like a, a house, it's a house painted on the house. It's a hey, house. wait a minute. Where's my house? This isn't my it house. It was here when I left. Whose house is this? Did you hear about Stephen Dorff? No. That's what? a name you don't hear very much anymore. No. God, he, no. Do you know he's only 47? Really? Yeah, I thought he was older than us. Well, you, that's your age. I thought he was older than me. No, that's like exactly my age. He, think, yeah, he was in Blade. He did an interview... And they were talking about, you know, how he chooses the roles that he has, which I can't tell you a recent one other God, than yeah. he did that TV show, Sheriff or Deputy or whatever. He looked <laughs> good know. in that. I love Dorf. I want Dorf to win. You know? Oh, no, no, no. Yo, he was in um, Come he was on. in the last season of True Detective. He was actually really good. Ah. He what? He was with the, um, the dude whose name I can't say. We'll try it. Uh, Mushar Ali Ali. Oh, he's great. So he said when he's choosing roles, I still hunt out the good stuff because I don't want to be in Black Widow. It looks like garbage to me. It looks like a bad video game. I'm embarrassed for those people. I'm embarrassed for Scarlett Johansson. Okay, slow down, Dorf. Yeah, right? Dorf, come on, man. That's some strong words for a dude who, you know. Look, 
I saw Black Widow. I've actually seen it twice. Really? Do I think it was going to win any Oscars? No. Do I think there were things that I would have changed? Yes. But do I also love Marvel movies and I think it's perfect for what it is? Yeah. I don't think, I love that idea of like, I would be embarrassed if it was me. Well, guess what? You didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. You weren't asked to be in it. And if you, if you were, you'd have several million more dollars and I think your embarrassment would go away. How about the fact that Scarlett Johansson was suing Disney yeah. because they went straight to, they did a dual release, which is something that happened. Somebody else just did something with that. Oh, Mark Wahlberg's pissed. Because he had the same issue. I, but don't they know that? I mean, that's what's going on right I don't, now. But then the thing was, it was like it's written in their contract that they can, you know, like their money is based off of box office sales and not, which is kind of, you know, kind of shady, but not like I get it. And, you know, I love that, you know, arguing over here's somebody who's making millions of dollars. Yeah. But it's still, I get it. You know, like if you're guaranteed to make a certain amount of money and then they change it up. But I thought that was interesting that she took on the mouse and was like, yo. They'll make that go away. They'll pay her and make that go away. Oh, There's 100%. But. No chance. You were uh, talking about the Pizza Hut cups, which are so cool. They You can't break them. And I told you when when we were talking about what the, the Pizza Hut merch, I went online and found the merch store. Did you really buy that? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. A oh. Pizza Hut tracksuit with the... Red and white checks on it. I am I'm impressed. Who's the guy that does the commercials? I know him as Daryl from The Office, but I can never think Craig of Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Love Craig Robinson. Yeah, he's great. And he wears them in the commercials. Yeah, he does. I would like to think that mine's going to be just like that. They've been doing a lot of retro, like they're, the whole logo and the look and everything. They're going back to that old school look. Everybody wants Everybody damn, wants you nostalgia. You really bought that. Yeah. I am so jealous. Like that's something I would do, and yet you did it. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Now you have you're not going to wear it to work. No, you have, of course to. not. I can't wear something like that to work, man. You see how I dress? I know, but that's what would be so cool. It would shock the world. No, nah, that's that's more of a nights and weekends type of a uh, clothing item. All right, will you send a picture when I'm on my other job? Can you post <laughs> your OnlyFans account? Yeah. <laughs> This is gonna cost extra. Hey, <laughs> but yeah, man, you know there'll be there'll be photos and stuff. Don't be too jealous. It was a hundred bucks. I know, but that's the kind of thing. Like I, I was saying about how around that same time was when so Hooters was doing their big because it was Chicken Wing Day, so they did a bunch of merch. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they did was a chicken wing pillow. And I was saying to you about how what I liked about it was it looked wet, like it <laughs> it looked so real, like that. You could see the glisten of the the buffalo sauce. Yeah, yeah, it comes with um, sauce, so you can touch it up. Like if if a you, side pillow of blue cheese or ranch, yeah. depending on what you want. But, but you got to keep resaucing that pillow to keep that sheen up. That's what it is. <laughs> you take it back with you as you go. You go back. You go back to resauce. Yeah, they, hey, I'm here to resauce my pillow. They'll dunk it for you one more time. But yeah, I've seen stuff like that before, and I just there's certain times where I'm like, oh, I think that would be super rad, but. That's I like I'm really into this idea of the tracksuit. Yeah, well, get one, man. You got a hundred bucks. You're rich. Everybody knows you're rich. I am not. Throw money like you. confetti. Who cares? I'm I'm doing better. Have you heard about American Pickers? What's going on with American Pickers? No, only that one of the guys isn't on it anymore or something. Frank, the little guy with the beard. Frank is no I thought longer. You hated that show. Oh, I hate them like poison. Yeah, oh, like, they're just rip off dirt bags. They go and they find these poor old people. And the and the show is a setup too, by the way. Yeah. Because they have scouts 
who will go out. My buddy Big Fig on the Eastern Shore knows all about it because they, they've talked to him several times about coming and picking his place, but he does this for a living. You know, he he's on eBay all night posting antiques and collecting his money. Then he gets up in the morning, like at 11-ish, and then goes to his shop and opens that up till 5 or 6 and then repeat. And he's always done this for a living. And they try to come in and be like, hey, I see you got this stuff. I don't think it's worth anything, but, you know. Oh, but what they do is they send out scouts first who find all the stuff that's worth showing on TV. And they'll put it in places where when those two guys are digging through a shed or whatever, they put it where they can get to it. Got it. You yeah. know, it's all a setup. And then the thing that drives me nuts is is when they'll say, oh, this is kind of a little bit of rust on it. Uh, would you do a uh, hundred bucks? And the guy's like crying and wiping the tears and the snot off his face. Yeah, and he well, goes, no, okay, okay, yeah. No, okay, you're not just crying, but why? Because it, it was something like it was a family heirloom. It was the last thing his dad ever gave to him or something. Yeah. Like he has a, this crazy emotional thing. That was one of the things you used to say. It was yeah. like, yeah, your your dead father gave it to you. The last thing he said before he dies, take this truck. Yeah, and <laughs> then they, they just give him 100 bucks and they pack that on their truck and high five and laugh down the road. Yeah, God, I, I hate those guys. It's worth like six grand. Yeah, you know? and they, well, he's gotten better. The, the one guy, I think his name is Mike, the tall guy, um, he's gotten better at that. Like if somebody will say, give me 50 bucks, he's like, oh, no, it's worth more than that. I'll give you 52. So he's, <laughs> he's getting a little bit better. But anyway, Frank, the little guy, is no longer on the show. And Danielle, who was the, one of their people who worked at the shop and would call them. Is that the some, tattoo lady? Yeah, the tattoo yeah, yeah. lady. Who, by the way, she left the show a few years ago to pursue her burlesque career. That's Okay, I remember seeing that. Yeah, I know you did. You, you did a Google image search. I did not. <laughs> Danielle, American Pickers. I saw it was for the show. I did it for the show. <laughs> so she came out with a statement that says, you know, she, she has nothing but love for Frank but she he was hurting people he was hurting himself he was putting himself in a position to hurt himself and others and it it came it became a toxic situation for everybody i'm like what what did he do i got to know what he did cuz he's like the sidekick i can't imagine that sounds drinky does it sound drinky nah, or druggy i think it might yeah, be druggy yeah that sounds a little bit like someone might have gotten on the sauce or something maybe I don't know. You know you know who I hate just as much as those guys is the pawn shop guys. Oh, my God. I'll give you 20 bucks if that'll help you out. Yeah, it's always like... I got like, to sell this. Like, they'll even bring somebody in. It's like, oh, yeah, that really is like the actual Declaration of Independence. Well, you know, it's a little smoky. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. real old. I'll give you 100 bucks. It's got a couple wrinkles on it. Uh, you I know. was really hoping to get $1 million. Well, I'll give you 20 bucks and a ham sandwich. Um, it's the best I can do. This guy we know... Dr. Gary Heller, who who works for our company, was on Pawn Stars. Oh, really? Selling um, putt-putt golf balls. He was trying to sell his collection of putt-putt golf balls because they're European, and in Europe, miniature golf is way more serious than it is here. Yeah. And they have different sizes and different weights of balls depending on the shot. And he had this case with every kind of European miniature golf ball in it. That's crazy. But, you know, it's so weird to do something like that on like a show like that where now on, with the internet, it's like there's got to be a main line to some other actual putt-putt. Yeah, but you don't get on TV that way, man. You got to go over there and get on TV at the pawn shop. Hey, uh... 
but he ended up not selling it to him. I think he wanted six hundred dollars for his golf balls. They offered him ten. They offered him like fifty bucks. And yeah, he, I well. can't remember. He was like, "Well, for that, I'll just keep these and take them with me." But uh, yeah, I mean, th- those guys are a total ripoff. I saw one guy was trying to sell Excalibur. I think <laughs> another guy had the Ark of the Covenant. It was uh, like, yeah, no, I don't know. Real live dinosaur. Here, here's Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> I'll give you 50 bucks. I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Can't validate it. Hey, listen, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Remember what we told you. No sweets on the buffet and don't eat that kale garnish. No. <laughs> at least look at it before you put it in your mouth. Be sure that you like and subscribe. And, oh, you know what? We didn't do the phone calls this week. We'll do them next oh, week. Oh, no. Okay. Don't we'll worry. wait for her. We'll do them next week when Charlie's back because she loves them. You don't like them, but she loves them. I wouldn't so, say I don't like them. What would you say? I say I don't, I not, don't care for him. Okay. Yeah, that's different. So if you'd love to be part of the podcast or the show, call us anytime at 336-373-0987. We got Bet You Won't Play It Friday coming soon. We play actual requests on the radio, and we would love to hear from you at any time. Do you have a final thought over there, Maddie? No, I don't know what Dorf's problem is. I want to see what Stephen Dorf's bringing to the table in his next movie. All right. One week from now, we'll see if we can do this again next time. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.